welcome to episode 67 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast Splatter Chatter. I'm one of your hosts, Jennifer Strand, and joining me is our very own limb collector, Dan McGuinness. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Uh, Splatter Chatter is our fortnightly installation where our Terrorvision Ouija board picks a topic for us to chat about. Uh, but before we jump into it, I just want to thank a handful of you that have interacted with us over on our socials. Uh, appreciate you. Whatever. We love you. We do. We love it. We do. Uh, Kevin Patterson, Mark of the Damned, Old Mate Floppy, uh, Patrick Roberts, and Adam Kister. Mm. You're great. Thank you Thank very you. much, guys. I mean, there's more. There is there was there's this week. But always just... more. There's always more, and I can't sit here and rattle off names all day. And if you do, we mentioned the the Terrorvision Ouija board. We yes. actually have stickers with the Terrorvision Ouija board we on do. it. We do. You can get them from Greenlight Comics. Yep. Or, and if and... you know where I work, from me. Yeah, and if you get buy a T-shirt from Greenlight Comics, you get one free with it as well. Or you can just come in and get one for free. Exactly. But buy a shirt. Do it. Buy a shirt. There's not many left. Exactly. I love that. We have to reorder some more. Um, so, yeah, like before we jump in, Dan, what have you been doing this week? So, my fun fact for this this week is a story that happened to me earlier this week. So, mm-hmm. um, I've just recently uh, created a rumpus room in my shed, you which have. we are amazing. in now, which is the new television studio. It looks so good. It's all. There's it's, a lot of wood in here. comfortable. Can you just see a giant... Evil Dead 2 poster before, behind I, me the I whole time. It. I love it. I, I put that there for you. And, Thank you. And anyway, I came down and I was in the shed at night and then I was I walked, I went to walk back into the house and I heard this rustling in a tree and then this sound came out and it was only like probably four metres away from me and it was like a monster. It was like this low, basically like... It's like it reminded me straight away. I thought of you know the dog monster and the thing. Yes. And I was like, oh my god, is there some rabid animal about to run out? And I froze. And this thing was basic, and it was right there. It was like a horror film. Yeah. Like this was a monster's fucking like yell at me, and I was like, oh my god, I have no idea what that is. And it's fallen out of the tree. It is like it could be a mutant. It could be like, you know, <laughs> those people who fucking live under the ground and the ascent or descent. The, the mole people. Not the ascent. The, de- yeah. the descent, yeah. It could be. It just, all this shit sprung to my mind. And I'm like, I know none of that shit's real, but like, it was real. There was something yelling at me in monster tongue. Yep. And I was like, I froze. And I didn't have my phone on me, so I couldn't turn the torch on to have a look. <sighs> so I froze for a while, couldn't move. And then ran inside and told her, there's a fucking monster. Told my wife, there's a monster in our yard. And she's like, it's probably a possum. <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, fine. Yeah, it probably was. And anyway, the next night, there's no- I went out the next day to check. There's nothing there. Yeah, of course. Um, I thought there'd be slime or claw marks or something, you know. And anyway, the next night, I-, I walked to my shed door. I opened the door because it's night. And the shed... I turn my light on in the shed and like one meter away from me in the darkness, this fucking noise happens again, like right outside my door. Sure. And I fucking run into the shed, but I don't close the door because I'm too scared. And I'm standing in the shed, just looking at this doorway, waiting for whatever this slime driven monster to just <laughs> roll into my room. And I was genuinely scared. <laughs> like I didn't know what to do. My phone was inside. Why then? My phone was inside. I couldn't get inside, so I don't, the only way I thought, like, I wanted Claire to, like, bring a torch down or something. So I, I messaged Claire on Facebook, <laughs> which I'm trying to bring up now. Uh, wait, wait, I'm going to bring it up. I should have organised this originally. That's where- fine. I'm into this story. This is fantastic. Like, I'm just going to go, where is my wife? 
on <laughs> Facebook. And this is the, the note that I wrote. Are you ready? Yep. <laughs> at, on a Sunday at 6.46 p.m., the monster is outside my shed door. It hissed at me. I didn't see it. My phone is inside, so I don't have a torch. Come down with a torch to scare it off. <laughs> so no response because, like, she hardly well, she ever checks her Facebook. Check Facebook. So I'm like, all right, I'm still in the, in the room. I'm like, i gotta, I got to fucking I, – I, the door's open. I have to close the door. So whatever it up. is. At first I thought it just could be, like, a rabid dog or something. So I go over to the door because it's wide open. I reach out to grab the door and there's a fence right near my door. And there's just a little tiny possum sitting on the fence that just looked at it. I looked at it and it just goes at me. This, like, and I like, I just look at it. I'm like, it was a tiny possum making this. Unbelievable. <laughs> this unholy Have sound. you ever looked up the noises that possums make? No, They're but I in... just assumed it was going to be a possum. But it's inhuman. It is inhuman. It's, like, it's I'm going to look one up. Terrifying. See if I, wait, I'm going to see if I can find one now. Possum <laughs> sound. Yell <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> that was the noise. Did you hear that? Sounds like a fart. But like, wait up, wait up, wait up. So it's a bassy weird. <laughs> Did you hear that noise? Sounds like a raptor. Yeah, that's what I mean. So that thing fucking yelled at me in that. I remember I said it's real bassy and gurgly. Yeah. It sounds like a fucking monster. <laughs> like, and I was shit scared. Anyway, that happened to me. I am 100% less of a man than I used to be because they're small. <laughs> and these things are tiny. They're like, yeah, they're, they're smaller than cats. Yes. They're adorable looking. Their eyes look in different directions. Like yeah. they, you know, they look like an idiot. And this thing. Oh my god! I don't reckon I've ever been actually scared. Like I thought there was a monster. You've you've now faced fear in the face, and it's the face of a possum. I'm gonna have to put that sound effect in now because you guys probably. I reckon they might be able to hear that. Oh, probably. Yeah. Anyhow, whoo! What did you do this week? That's glorious. I, everything I did this week is shit in comparison. But I went and saw Candyman, uh, which I thoroughly enjoyed. I don't generally like the Candyman series. It's not for me. Um, <laughs> still making sense. Uh, but I went with Dion and Bryn, who are both uh, listeners of the show, fans of the show, and my co-workers. Um, and, yeah, we had a really good time. I also mentioned that Liz came with us as well, and she did not. I heard that Candyman doesn't involve honey in this film. No, there's no honey in this film. They they change up sort of the mythology of it and the folklore, which I liked. It worked. Um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously I'm not going to talk too much about it because I don't want to give anything crazy away. Bees? There were some bees. Were there ants? Does he like? Uh, does he uh, no evolve ants. into some more bugs? No? no, just bees. Just bees. I will say that the gore is insane. Oh really? I was really happy with the level of gore. Is it CG gore though? No, I want to say that there is a level of practical effects, but there is CG. Uh, CG bees as well, which I'm okay with because the bees are very important to us as people. Bees. Bees. Uh, so yeah, so Candyman, if you haven't checked it out, I definitely recommend checking it out. Did they get into the whole thing that bees are disappearing in the world and without bees we all die? Did they mention that no. kind of shit? No, they didn't go there. They didn't but, go there, but yeah. So cool. that's, that's all I did this week. Uh, saw Candyman and uh, continuously scared my girlfriend because With of it. Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. She's brushing her teeth this morning and I'm like, Candyman, Candyman. She's like, get out. 
Because, yeah, because it doesn't matter. You mentioned that it doesn't matter if you're the one that says Candyman or not, as long as you're in the vicinity of the yeah, Candyman well, mirroring. There was some uh, little little plot holes there with that. but Oh, that's a plot hole. Well, a little plot hole, but it's fine. Uh, there was some words being spoken. Yeah, it's fine. I got to scare my girlfriend and that made me very happy. So mm, mm. I love it. Anyway, uh, so this week uh, our Terrorvision Ouija board has decided that our topic of discussion will be our favourite um, haunted, haunted house? house movies. Yeah, so haunted house movies aren't necessarily anything I seek out. Mm, yeah, you're not much of a supernatural horror kind of guy. Mm, yeah, but when, as I made my list, I realised, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it is a loose term, haunted house. Like, yeah, I wasn't going with anything possession-wise. Uh, so The Exorcist is not on this list. Yeah, if yeah. it was, it would be number one and we'd just spend the whole time talking about The Exorcist. I well, don't yeah, consider well, it The Exorcist house. isn't about a house. No. No, not no, at all. It's about it's a about, possession. Yeah, yeah. So. so a couple of movies. So we're just going to go through a couple of our favourites kind of thing um, in no particular order, except I've tried to put the best ones at the end mm-hmm. That's kind fair. of thing. So the first one I wanted to mention is kind of like a, just a, a mention is uh, the 2006 Monster House CG film, which was produced by Robert Zemeckis and Steven Spielberg. Yeah, that that movie was actually freaky. Yeah. Like, it's a kid's film. It's a, it's an animated kid's film. And it's funny. Yeah. Like, the dialogue in it is, like, pretty much on point. And it's got... it. it they really tried to do a different vibe of what their characters looked like. Yeah. You know, with CG films, a lot of them kind of like have that, that style, where this one they went for this, like... Kind of a weird, like, all the eyes of the characters are quite high on their heads and yeah. stuff. And that just they just wanted to give it a style that no other film had. Like, yeah. it's kind of cool. Um, but, yeah, it is, like, a pretty crazy, scary story for a kid's film. And it's yeah. about, it's, it's, it's the epitome of a haunted house. It's yeah. a fucking house. It's literally a house. That eats people. Yeah. And but with lots of comedy, and they've got like you know the older sister comes in and you know helps them out. She's a good kind of like that cool kind of you know t- rebel teeny gothy girl and stuff. And the boyfriend who's like this jock who ends up being like a little gay. Yeah, yeah, which is fantastic. <laughs> and yeah, it's about these two kids. It's got a very like Stranger Things sense to it. It's like yep. these kids like you know that work out their house is killing people and stuff and. And it eats you by, like, you know, the door is the mouth, the windows is the eyes, and the rug. Like, the, the whole run of rug is its tongue, which, like, lashes out and pulls you into it and shit. And this is a surprisingly good film. Like, yeah, look, it's a, it's definitely on my list of rewatch films because I haven't watched it since maybe... 2006? Probably since about 2006. I remember seeing it at the cinema because I was, I'm pretty certain I was working at the cinema at the time. Um, but it's one of those films that even though I've seen it once, it's kind of stuck... Like but don't get us there. wrong, it's not the best film. No. Like, but it's not anywhere near the worst film. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's like it's a good... Like, why wasn't it on our gateway horror? We did talk about it. We, we did briefly. We, it? we did briefly touch on it. Maybe we should do it for an episode later on. I think it might be... Ooh, a kid's horror. Yeah. A kid's horror. Oh, that still counts as horror. But yeah. Y'all are um, it's, it. it's, uh, it's hard to talk heaps about it and yeah. stuff like that but and like to wank on about it because it is a cg film so you know with cg films you can create perfect shots there's no like you know what i mean like yeah. it's all like in post so yeah. you're just like so yeah we'll move it this way and that but at, what, what cg films do have is like if you've got a great fucking voice actors and actors doing that shit which they kind of did like it all seemed really funny yeah. Like, and I like, and I had some, like, you know, some teen humor in there. I like a teen humor. Teen Young humor. teen humor. Um, mm. Yeah, I think it's going to go on the list of something that we're going to check out for an episode. Cool. Um, so I had, um, again, my list is in no particular order. I've got The Conjuring. 
Oh, yeah. 2013, uh, James Wan. Uh, it's about the Perrin family in 1978, I want to say. Um, like, 70, that's the year I was born. 78, maybe 74. I can't remember. It doesn't really matter. Um, they moved. Wait, is that is that set in that year? Yeah, the 70s. The Conjuring. The Conjuring. Is first, it? The first one, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a timeline. <laughs> yeah, um, I am. Um, there are so many Conjuring films and stuff that I, I'm going to talk about them. Well, mm-hmm. with you right now, but I'm going to get them all wrong because I don't know fun. what order they go in. I don't know what bits of bits from, from films. Someone shut up. <laughs> that is absolutely fine. Uh, I'm going to say it's 1974 because I think the second Conjuring film was around 1978. Um, and, yeah, anyway, still doesn't matter. Uh, so it's about this family, the Perrin family. They move into, like, their dream home. They've obviously sunk all their savings into it. Um, it's family, big family of, like, six girls, Parents, uh, six girls. It's too many, too many children. You gotta, you gotta deal it to you. Wrap it, yeah. Wrap it before you tap it. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, weird shit starts happening in the house. Um, of course they call it. Um, call in Ed and Lorraine Warren, who are, as we all know, are famous like demonologists. The experts. The experts. Um, and of course, you know, I'm very partial to Vera, who plays. Uh, Lorraine, so anything she's well, in, I'm why not? Why not? Why it is not? basically, yeah, it's like a so it's based on a true story. Um, <laughs> obviously, a lot of uh, you know, artistic space, a true story as as true as my possum story was <laughs> like a bunch of idiots that like thought something wrong, yeah, in real I mean, life. This film was really good. I feel that it started to bring back because obviously, uh, they had the insidious films that sort of came about around that time. So this kind of film sort of kick-started more of a getting back into like that kind of horror genre rather than the slashes that we were seeing in the the, the Yeah, they did really films. good, like this group, the Conjuring Gang, yeah. whatever it is. They really brought uh, this genre back to horror, which was like, if, if anything that, that the Conjuring films have done is that. Like yeah. before that, like the whole like, you know, the, the haunted – stuff houses and stuff like that or and possession the ghosty whatever it is was kind of like just fizzled out like yeah. no one even tried to like beat the exorcist or poltergeist or anything like that no because a lot of what everyone was doing back then uh in the early 2000s at least was to just go as hard with the torture porn as possible torture porn and there was also and, and also the, the, sl- the slashy the slew of remakes that we got. Yeah, remakes and they stuff. They were trying like to that. reboot That's all weird. that. Um, so yeah, The Conjuring is definitely high on my list. It's got a lot of really cool, uh, creepy vibes, creepy scares. You've got the experts come in. You've got the family in peril. It's sort of oh, so good. It, it's it's just fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of really is, but it ends up with like someone being. And possessed. all the Conjuring films are all filmed on that weird film stock. Yeah, they've all got that green tinge. It's like they all just filmed it within the Matrix. Yeah, it feels <laughs> like, kind of really grainy as well. So it sort of gives you that sense of maybe I'm watching well, I a think film from the that grain time. was like a kind of trying to cover the fact that they were working with digital. Like yeah. cameras, like they're not film cameras, and mm. so they were overcompensating. Quite like, possibly. Because that, yeah, that uh, that green tinge is a very digital kind of look and stuff like that. But uh, I still don't mind it, mm. that kind of thing. If you don't use it the right way, a digital film can look real bad. Yeah. Avatar. Yeah. Oh, don't, don't. Like no, shot I'm not hand- allowed to talk about Avatar. This looks like you shot on a handycam. Oh, my God, I'm not allowed to talk about Avatar. Not Too many to- frames. Not Too many to- frames. You have to take some of those frames out. That's what <sighs> film is. It's like a soft... Like lacking frame look, <laughs> old yes. lack frame. 
or old old lacquer frame. Uh, but yeah, check out The Conjuring. I really enjoy that one. Um, it's got a it's got a nice lot of little scares to it. James Wan is really hard on his soundtrack though, and I feel that that takes out. It's he relies on it so heavily for a lot of the setup and scares that which I mean don't get me wrong all films do but he just goes that one step further like I saw the latest one the devil made me do it in the cinema the devil made me do it with, with the devil made me do it. and it was so loud that I sat there and I'm like this isn't like scary this is just hurting my old lady ears stop it but yeah definitely recommend doing that one What's next on your list, Dan? Uh, I'm going to quickly mention this one because we've talked about this a little bit. Beetlejuice. Ah, uh, Beetlejuice. So Beetlejuice is a haunted house film. It is. But with a twist, mm-hmm. um, as in we just talked about it recently. But for those who don't know what Beetlejuice is about, whoever the fuck you are. Go listen to the episode that we did on the Beetlejuice. Yeah, it basically, um, it stars, it's a haunted house film from the perspective of the ghosts. Yeah. Which has, I can't think of another film that's done that. Not offhand. I'm sure there are many of them out there, and I'm sure Dave Watson's going to tell us some. <laughs> Fuck Do it, Dave. You, Dave. Tell us. Tell us, Dave. Um, but um, yeah, I just like like Beetlejuice is Beetlejuice. Like fucking super good, good uh, practical effects, stop motion animation, Keaton, Beetlejuice, everything. I'd have to go on about it because no. we already did an hour on it just yes. recently. But uh, yeah, it's just such a good. Haunted house film, like it's such a weird one as well. Like they're tra- they're, they're, they're ghosts trapped in the house, like, mm. and they are haunting it. They're trying to get people out, and I'm like, such a good idea. Do you remember there was that video game on the Mega Drive, Sega Mega Drive, called The Haunting? No. Starring, and then the full name of it was called The Haunting, starring Poltergeist, who was a ghost that wore a leather jacket, and you played a ghost. And you had like, it was isometric of a house and had all the furniture in there and everything, which was cool back then. Mm. And basically you were in this house as a ghost and a family was coming in to look at it, to buy it. And you had to go to the room so they couldn't see you. And you possessed objects. And if they walked near them, they it would scare them. And then you had the, the idea was to scare them so much that it, it made them run out of the room. And once they ran out of the room, you got a certain amount of slime <laughs> power to re-put stuff into the other things to make it haunted. Yeah, right. Such a good game. Like, it was so good. I, I owned it for years. It's like, yeah. So that that's another one. Yeah, okay. Ha- the Haunting Starring Poltergeist. I like that. That sounds cool. It's, it's just a cool film. I mean, fucking video game. And I, I remember loving it as a thing. It's such a good... Anyway, check that out. If you <laughs> own a Me- Sega Mega Drive... <laughs> Yeah, right. I'm sure it's on, like, you know, the Mega Drive Mini, you'll be able to get it or some shit. I don't know, fucking know. What's your next film? Anyway, yeah. Um, I've I've picked out Amityville Horror. Of course I have. Which one? I'm going with both. I actually really liked the... Hang on, there are, like, seven? Oh, there are set. There are fucking... There's, there's so many, and then there's, like, a new one that's come out recently, but it's, like, Amityville something else. Is it an Eminem song? It's not. Yeah, it, it should, is. Really? Yeah, he sings about the Amityville. Oh, gross. I don't listen. On his like first album, the Marshall Mad Mad LP. Uh, sure. Um, sure. Amateurville, based on a true story. Once again, based on true hard story. air quotes there. Well, no. How uh, can these? Be, how can any of these like horror movies be based on a true story when horror isn't real? <laughs> Ghosts aren't real. Well, the original Amateurville House uh, with the DeFeo family before the Lutz family, which is the Lutz family that was named in the the remake. Uh, it actually happened. The son, Ronnie DeFeo, did go around and shoot all of his... He killed his whole family Even in there's house. a ghost involved. No, but, you know, in court, he, that was the whole the devil made me do it kind of deal. And then 
the next family come in, they, again, very much like The Conjuring, they sink their life savings into what they think is going to be the perfect house and then it turns out the house is haunted, you know, that kind of thing. So the, the father, he starts to decline. Well, that's what happened in real life. The house was haunted. That's not real. <laughs> so, well, that's that's what they've come out with. A lot of the people were saying that it was never haunted, that this family just sunk too much money into it and they needed a way out or yeah, they needed a way to make real money. Thing. Yeah. Like, I would 100% buy a haunted B&B and market it as a haunted a bed B&B. and breakfast. Yes. I'd run a haunted bed and breakfast. I'd buy a house that was haunted or a murder house and I would make money off of that. But what if people, people started getting them. murdered? That's not my problem. You signed a waiver. A waiver. Yeah. You will not be murdered by... If a, you are a, murdered, we do not hold responsibility. I'm pretty sure that doesn't hold up in court. I don't know. I'll check with my lawyer. Check with your ghost lawyer? My ghost lawyer, yeah. Um, Ghoul so yeah. lawyer. Ghoul. Um, so, yeah, the, it's basically this whole film is this family that's moved into this house. All these horrible things have happened previously and the father starts to become kind of obsessed and separate from the family and until it figures out that, like, whatever entity is in the house is possessing him to who's then going to go off and kill his family, very much like Ronnie DeFeo did in before the house was sold. Old Rono. Old Ronald. Um, but yeah, like I say, I really like the 1978 version with uh, the Brolin, Josh, James. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Yeah, the Brolin, not the hunky one. Not the Brolinator. Not the tight, the mad Titan Brolin. Um, and I think Margot Kidder or possibly someone. Oh, don't ask me Some about ladies in names it. In um, I've obviously seen the remake more, which has Melissa George, Ryan Reynolds, just because, I don't know, that was... Probably the first one that I saw. But yeah. Uh, why not? Good. Why not? I'm going to move around in my list now. Do I'm going to talk about Houseu. Houseu. So Houseu, we have, we actually haven't, we've done this lightly We are in our early days of yeah. like television when we just lightly went over a film, not like, not, not we, um, yeah, we spoiler went, cast it. We went over like a watch list, a weekly yeah, yeah. watch list. Houseu or House, Houseu, H O U S E. You. Hustle. Japanese, 1977. So this might be our earliest. Wait, is this our earliest one? Quite possibly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is crazy, this film. Oh, my God, yes. Um, if it, it is like basically high-concept Japanese art film. Yeah. Uh, there are bits in this film that are like, it would have been so shocking at the time. It's just You're basically just watching underage girls getting murdered. Yeah. Um, by a fucking crazy cat and a house and you know girls get eaten by pianos and then their body limbs dance around and shit and like it's just crazy like it's like a fucking stream of consciousness film yeah of japanese consciousness as well in the horror like (laughs) genre fucking there's floating heads that bite bums There's, like, so much crazy shit. So much shit. shit's going on. So the premise of the film is basically... Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention seven, that. Seven sisters, is it? Are they sisters? No. They're, like, school girls. They're schoolmates. Seven schoolmates. One of them knows the aunt. So they're going to visit the aunt in her house, uh, which is house. Yeah, they're kind of like... It's like, they're, it's like their summer vacation. They're all yeah, going to stay they're all going to go like stay with the house. aunt who is old and but she's not she's like just this very beautiful young woman who has a, a white wig on to indicate that she is old she's old um I'm like, was sethoroth old <laughs> <laughs> pretty old he's very old yep he's so white hair 
Yeah, and they all go stay there and they just systematically get murdered. Yeah. And what I do like about this film is that all the girls' names are based on their skills that they have. Do you remember? <laughs> yes, no, yes. So like Because everyone had a had their own little character. So the girl who plays well. the piano's name is Melody. Yeah. The um oh, I can't remember but I think there's like a Kung Fu girl. Yeah. Uh, but they, yeah, they all have like a, a personality quirk, which is their name. Yeah, uh, which is hilarious. I love that about <laughs> it. Like, it's just so ham-fisted. Oh, very much so. There is a weird erotic, naked, underage, n- swimming lesbian scene as well. Remember? Yeah, uh, bit weird. But that's Japanese for you. Yeah, that's... especially in 1977 yes. when there, there were no rules. Oh no, no. Um, no. There is the cat though. The cat is what makes this film. The thing that everyone remembers. If you look up. Look up Hausu posters on mm-hmm. Google. There is the best poster art for yeah. this film. Like, people just go ham on this film. They're still doing posters for it today. One of my T-shirt companies, they've been teasing a Japanese bundle and Hausu is one of them. So one of the first things that popped up on my on the Instagram story was the cat. And I'm like, you fucking bastards, get on my body right now. Yeah. We actually used the cat as one of our advertising for our early television stickers as yeah, well. which I still have some. I mean, you've got this, like... As I said, these like visceral, high concept scenes. That any scene in this film, you can make a fucking crazy post for. Every kill scene in it is so interesting and weird. Like compared to the film we watched last week, <laughs> like fucking terror, terror, fucking terror train wreck. <laughs> like, yeah, like then that the kill, the the kills were like. Well, I mean, one of the kills, like we didn't even see or know how he died. Yeah, he was just dead. Dead. There's two of those with that. They were just dead. And it's just like, oh, they're dead. Where in this, man, there's like, you know, there's fucking there's walls everything eating happening people. All the there's fucking like, time. there's fucking cats that fill whole rooms up with blood splurting out of their mouth and drown people. Oh, my God. It's so crazy. Yep. And it's, like, and it's like fucking bam, 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 shit happening, shit happening, shit happening. And then, yeah. And there's comedy in it as well. Like, yeah. It's such a weird the fucking. The soundtrack's fantastic as yeah. well. Like everything about this film is really good. And it's and 1977. Like, I you know. Look, you're looking at films like, that are on the same like, wavelength, the same year. I mean, The Exorcist was around there, wasn't it? Exorcist was around that time. Which is uh, Halloween was around that time. So, yeah, this is like Japan's answer to Halloween and Exorcist. We'll just make fucking houses. We're just going to make whatever the fuck we want. The haunted Cheshire cat than a fucking... <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Anyway. Top film. Well, again, we'll put that on a list. We'll redo. We'll do another episode on it. It'll be good to it's do a, a great whole spoiler film. cast. Like it's a, it's like I mean it's very art house. Don't yeah. expect going into it you're going to be get something out of it like The Exorcist or no, Brain no, Dead or is... something amazing. You're going to get like a what the fuck. Moment. You're going to leave going, are you serious? You have a smile on your face yeah. though. Oh, like, you what will be happy. Very much so. Um, so I was going to talk briefly about a movie called His House. So it came out and came out last year, so 2020. Um, and it's about these this this couple. Um, they have escaped from um, Sudan, South Sudan, and they are in England uh, in a refugee sort of compound before the government provides them with housing. Yeah. They go into this house um, and they're trying to sort of assimilate into, you know, the British culture. And the guys that the government people that come around to sort of check on them, they're like, you need to assimilate. You need to get out into your community. You, you need, need to assimilate. What are you, a Borg? <laughs> yes. They are Borg people. Uh, one of the one of the characters is actually played by one of the guys that plays the Doctor Who. So there you go. Which one? I don't know. Matt Smith. No, not yeah. Dave Tennant? No, never Dave Tennant. Or that old swearing guy? Uh, it's never the old swearing guy. Um, so as they're trying to assimilate into the town... 
it, it's really hard. You know, it's Britain, it's low socioeconomic, everyone's racist. It's then <laughs> they're not having a good time. But the 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 man, he's having so much trouble with the house. Like he keeps hearing things in the wall. He keeps seeing things in the wall. And he is 100% that the house is haunted. And this film is absolutely heartbreaking. It is it is uh, equally terrifying. It's got it's got its moments where you sort of watching this film like what the fuck was I'm, that? I'm never gonna watch this film because no, like yeah, I like fun in my horror. Yes, you do. This then this again, one. My top pick is pretty much there's no fun in that. <laughs> this one is not fun at all. This was highly recommended to to me, so I thought I'd check it out. And holy shit, yeah, it is it is heartbreaking, but it is also super well done where you're like, is this fucking house actually haunted? What the hell is going on? Then it's like some other weird elements to it. What was that one we watched recently? Was it The Relic? Is that what it was called? What it was, was about, it? remember, it was like, it was at, uh, we watched it together. I mean, you came over and Liz, it was like, and it was like that whole weird like thing about dementia. Do you remember the lady had dementia? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a massive haunted house film, wasn't it? Because that was all about the house. Yes. That was like an ultimate haunted house film. Yeah. Like, the so house that was... made her give her dementia and then she, didn't she turn into like a black being or something? Something was going on was, there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that and was, then a, there was that's like, worth a mention. The house was Dementia House. Yeah. Like that, that was a good film. Yeah, that's worth a mention. That it's not on our list. list but It's I, not on the list, but we've mentioned it. It's fine. So, yeah, his house. I don't want to give too much away again because it is a 2020 film, so it's still pretty new. Pretty ripe. Um, raw. It is on Netflix. Straight out of the oven. Straight out of the oven. Go have a watch, but my, only if you're in a good frame of mind. Oh, dear. Yeah. My next one is 1985. We're going to go back. To the pretty much one of the best, you know, around the best years of horrors, in my opinion. It's my birth year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've gone from house to house. Ah. So it's just like another, it's just called house. And another house, the OG house film, Ding Dong, You're Dead. Oh, yeah. we. This is this is the deep V. The deep the, V? The deep V. His, his jumper has As the deepest V. Starring the greatest American hero, um, William Cat. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, do you guys remember the greatest American hero? I vaguely remember. Look what's happened to me. <laughs> I can't believe it myself. <laughs> that show where he, yeah. he becomes a shit superhero uh, <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. Um, House. This film is one of my, like, deep-seated, you know, we've done House as a whole episode, I think. I don't think we've done it oh, as a whole episode. Light. We've done it light. House I th- diet. I think we've done, yeah, house light. Um, diet house. Yeah, so it starts William Cat, a guy who gets a new house. He is a famous novelist. He moves in to write his new book. And basically, it's haunted. Yep. Like, um, and it's wicked. And it's got so many rubber monsters in it. There's a monster that at midnight, stroke of midnight, comes out of the closet. It's a horror comedy, but yes. it's still it's still flat, flat horror. Yeah, like, so this is one that you would also probably show your kids. I mean, I did watch it. Yeah, this was one we were obsessed with in like year seven and yeah. stuff like that and year six. So, yeah, we did watch it back then. There isn't a massive amount of gore, but there's no. heaps of monsters and yeah. and uh, carnage to monsters. Yeah. So there is a monster that comes out of the closet at midnight, which he tries to film. You've got also um, that big guy from Cheers. What's that guy's name, that actor? He plays Norm. Norm. He plays, uh, he's in Toy Story, isn't he? Doesn't he play like the... Maybe. Maybe. No, that might be the other guy from Cheers. Um, he's the neighbour. Yeah, he's the, the nosy neighbour that comes in and they become mates and stuff and... Uh, yeah, so you got the closet monster. You have like the tools are floating, mm-hmm. like so uh, the tool shed. So there's like a an axe and a s- 
you know, a whole bunch of tools that are floating around the house constantly. You have a, um, what was the other thing? There's like a big fucking gross lady that's running around going, mm-hmm. yeah! she's got like a high pitched voice. And also he's got a son that he comes with and his son gets kidnapped. Yeah. And he's in the house somewhere. So he's trying to get his son back. Yeah. Which is a pretty, an old chest now. Also juxtaposed over with, you know, Nam scenes where him and his friend Big Ben were in Nam together and he like, the Big Ben like, got caught and he ran away and he's never, you know, really like yeah. got over that. He's got some traumas. He's got some Nam flashbacks. Big Ben's in the house. He's and, he's not happy about it. Yeah, so Big Ben, the ghost of Big Ben's in there instigating. Like, it's just fucking wicked. Yeah. Like there's so many cool scenes in it like, and just cool ideas, cool practical effects. And I just I've always loved it. It's just a flowing movie. It's got some funny moments. All set in the day. Remember? Yep. There's yes. no night scenes that's in it. That's great. That's great. So this is a good introductory Except horror. Except for the midnight ones. Well, so, yeah. Yeah, monster. But, you know, that's But, fine. like, it's all, it's all lit. Like, there's no... The lights are on in all the rooms and yeah. shit. So when a monster comes out, you can see these monsters yeah. attacking and shit. But, um, yeah, it's a great film. Like, House, 1985. Like, co- horror comedy coming out. You know, you still get to see like he like he chops people up and shit. Yeah. You know, into bits with the axe, and it's got some good soundtrack. Do you remember? Those oh, some, I remember the soundtrack. Cracking crack songs that use hits in it. Some bangers. Bangers, motherfuckers, and bops. Apparently, it slaps. <laughs> bops and slaps. <laughs> Anyhow, that's it. House. Ah, uh, house. Yes, that's a good one. Um, so I also picked House on Haunted Hill from 1999. This is part of the Dark Castle series that they were releasing around that time. Dark Castle. Um, trying to recreate William Castle's original films. What were the other ones that they redid around 13 that time? Ghosts, Ghost Ship. All oh, right. Yeah. They were, yeah, they were yeah, part yeah. of the Dark Castle, um, Dark which Castle. I really like. They should have kept going, I think. Maybe the money wasn't there. Um, so it's it's basically a remake of a 1960s film, House on Haunted Hill. Um, Jeffrey Rush is in it. Isn't He's a TV show of it now, but they've mixed the words up again. It's like ha- Haunt House Hill, so the, Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. yeah. So The Haunting was originally, which is not this, was based on a Shirley Jackson novel, um, The Haunting of Hill House, um, which they did a terrible 1990 film a uh, 1999 film called The Haunting, which had Lily Taylor, Catherine Zeta-Jones and Owen Wilson, yeah. which was awful. We totally left, left, left this off the list on purpose. Yes. That one. Um, the original Haunting movie that they did back in the, again, the 60s is really good. It's terrifying. you got to check it out. Um, so the TV series is based on that, not on this, which the TV series, if you haven't watched the first series, the first season, it's so good. Definitely recommend checking that out. Second one is good, but it's more of a gothic romance horror. I tried to watch it, but I had come off off of just come off of the best horror movie ever, yep. which is my top pick in this. Yeah, and it just didn't match up, and I think it was just unfortunate at the time. That you know what fair. I mean? Like yeah. where, like, yeah, like, yeah. Would yeah. So check out the TV series; it's on Netflix right now. But yeah, so the House on Haunted Hill is Jeffrey Rush. He's basically playing Vincent Price, yeah, who was in the original film, and he has set up a party for his wife, who was an absolute brat, played by Famke Janssen. Um, and so he's, you know, she sends him through the guest list. 
for the night. He's like, yeah, I've got guest list right here. Um, the house somehow breaks into the computer and changes the guest list. Um, all these rando people rock up to the house for this party. They all go in, they get shut in, and then we find out why but it's, it's kind of cool there. because like i remember i loved this film when i watched it so many times yeah like because the vincent price character he set up this night as kind of a joke to get back at his wife yeah. kind of thing um and it's set up in this house which used to be an old mental institution where and they've got that like, machines that you know and they have that like uh, visual machine that you know where the old guy you know, his theory was what would turn a, 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 a sane person insane would turn an insane person sane yep. and all this stuff. So you've got this element of like none of it's real because he set it all up, but then shit's happening that is real haunty. Yep. And it's just, it's, just a, it's just a well thought out good horror film. Like you're just yeah. like, oh, this is... So people, they're trying Some to... Some horror in it. Because he's the guy that runs the amusement park. So he, horror and oh, yeah, scares he, is your life. Yeah, because it opens so, with that elevator ride where yeah. you're going up to the ride but the ride is the elevator going up to the ride it's a fake elevator fall with yeah. like a digital screen at the bottom yeah yeah so they're like oh okay so this is all bullshit but it's not bullshit but this part's bullshit but it's not bullshit but this is but that yeah, isn't what, what's real but what's there's not? so much happening and i can't for the life of me remember his name right now but the guy from the reanimators in it yeah what's his name like the herbert west character it's herbert west it, Pretty much, but a little bit more insane. He's in it. He plays Dr. Vanekin. He um, plays like the flashbacks yeah, to like the which, original guy that owned the mental institution. Yeah, which is also really cool. It's got a great soundtrack. So this is also at the point where they started putting a lot of new metal cool, into it. Cool so, music. You know, this is the new opening... Not new metal. N-U metal. Yeah, new metal. New metal. So new this metal. is like... Marilyn Manson doing his version of Sweet Dreams. I still remember that. The fucking... Sweet Dreams. Yeah. Uh, this is a great film. Man, I want to watch this today. I'm going to make Liz watch it. Why didn't we do it for one of our ones? We should. Write that we down. We definitely write should. Write that down. Uh, write that down. Uh, yep. So, 1999. It's still in the fucking, the, you know, the, you know, the 90s are one of the most glorified years at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when I was in the 90s, remember every kid loved the 70s? Yes. Yeah, and shit like that. Like, yeah. you know, all my in high school, all my friends were like, man, I fucking love Janice Joplin. And like, but it all comes full circle because I remember being in high school and the 70s came back in a big way um, for a little while there. And then the 80s sort of... Yeah, the I 80s, think the like, 80s are around now. Oh, the 80s now. to me are still my fucking glory years. So to me, yeah. the 80s are the best. Yeah. Like, but that's because I grew up in a certain time period. I'm, like, I'm fucking Ready Player One. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and that's fine, but I don't push the 80s on anyone else. No. Unless you come into this room. This room is amazing. <laughs> um, but living, yeah. living your best life in this fucking room. I love it. Yeah, man. I, got, I bought the biggest. I bought an $1,100 tool fucking bench the other that's day. That's got nothing to do with the 80s. It's got everything to do with the fact that you are now in your 40s and a super organized person. Oh, yep. I love it. Um, but yeah, so... What were we talking about? House on Haunted yeah, Hill. <laughs> Great film. 99. Got to check it out. We're going to put it on the list. We're going to do it for an episode as well. Mm-mm-mm. So my next one, I'm going to break straight into the fucking hard hitters now. Oh. I've skipped a couple because I've realized. I'm going to mention one that I've got to skip. I put it the Sixth Sense on my, um, this is not my pick, but the Sixth Sense, um, not people, many people consider it a haunted house movie, but I think it is a haunted house film. It involves a kid and in the house, he constantly sees ghosts yep. that are attached to the house kind of thing. Um, his powers that he can just see ghosts. We all know that right, it's nothing to do with the, the what is it, the twist or anything. It's just a haunted house film, but yep. it often never gets thought as a haunted house film because everyone goes twist. <laughs> but anyhow, look, but I put it under the umbrella. Like he's everywhere I, he is. There is a 
a ghost. So yeah, technically. Yeah, and it's like all, a lot of them are in, and there's some really fucking shocking good ghost scenes in it. And there's stuff. some, there's some pretty good. Um, cause this was, that was also shit. 99. So yeah, yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff to it. It was pretty sinister and creepy, and yeah. Um, but the one I want to talk about now, it's obviously one of the fucking hard hitters, is Poltergeist, yes. 1982. Fuck yeah. Uh, this film is fucking... We've done... Have we done this film? We yeah. have done this film, yeah, yeah. this film is fucking... This film is so good. Mm-hmm. Like, and not only is it a good horror, every part of its craft is stellar. Yeah. Like, it's... From the opening of it, you get introduced to this family in the sub- suburbia of America. You know that idyllic suburbia, the, yep. the shit where you see the kids riding down the street on their yeah. bikes. And, you, and this is how we want to remember su- America. Yeah, which is not how this is how America is. wants to be remembered. Yeah, in the eighties, and it's just like it was at the time when toys were their best. Yep, like oh fuck yeah, the toys were chronically good back then, and like sickening. But it might this is might be my eighties. I might just be talking about that thing we were just talking about. This might be because I'm so attached to the 80s that to me this seems like the most idyllic time to live. Before phones, before the internet. Yeah. If you, you know, you're know, if you you're a kid, you rode around on a bike, you went out, you made swings, you... It was just none of that social media, none of the none of the fucking child suicides. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think anyone committed suicide like under the age of ten before social media. Well, there's no no online bullying, no people. There was still bullying, but it wasn't get to the wrong. extent. But yeah, um, it wasn't as easy to bully someone, and yep. it wasn't as easy to jump on the bandwagon of bullying. So yeah. usually bullying involved a couple of kids. It, yeah, a couple of kids, not the whole fucking school online on one kid. Anyway. You know. Um, we could, yeah, we don't want to get, we don't want to be, oh, get off my fucking lawn, cunts. I am, but, get off my lawn. Cunts. cunts. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Poltergeist, so that part of it. Then you've got the story. Then mm-hmm. you've got, you know, the house. Then you've got the fucking practical effects. Mm-hmm. And the long game in this film is such a well done long game. Yeah, like, and for a film that has very little to no gore. Yeah. Like, this is, no this kills. Is the, this is like... Was on when I was looking up lists of like gateway films. This is on heats of the child gateway film because it says in there, if you look at this film, there is no gore in it. Yeah. There is no. There's like that one scene of the guy in the bathroom. When he pulls his face when off. When he pulls yeah, his which face off. That's think it. That's still pretty fucking you fast gross. forward that for a kid. I mean, it's no worse than fucking pulling the heart out in Temple of Doom or the parts in Indiana Jones, which you yep. showed all your kids. Um, but yeah, fuck. Poltergeist, man. It's, it's, I think it's one of my favorite films of all time. Like, that's fair. Like, I, every time I watch it, I get fucking knocked back into my seat on how well it's made mm. and how it's a fucking Tobe Hooper film, isn't it? Well, as we know, it it's is. Not. It's it's directed by Tobe Hooper, but Steven Spielberg produced it, which basically means Steven Spielberg directed it. Well, apparently, he came in a very hard and heavy as yeah. he basically was director to the directoring. Yeah, he was directing <laughs> the director, and I'm he was pretty re- certain Tobe director was just reloaded. Like, Fuck. Director revolutions and director now. What's the new one called? Revelations. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, I like... Poltergeist is definitely a classic, and I fucking love watching that. Every so often we're like, let's watch that again. But if you watch a 1982 film, nothing gets the craft this well. Like, it's just seamless. Yeah. Like, every shot, every... The characterization, the whole bit with the the mum and dad is having a joint in their bedroom, I'm like, that didn't have to be in there. No. Like, and... But, like, it just shows that they're real people, and they're not perfect. No. 
to have a you know, they 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 had a life once they were young they used to smoke the weed in the seventies <laughs> and they still enjoy like a weed every now and then. Why not? Yeah, well, it is because that's just what families do. Like, who knows what your parents did while you're in the? Yeah, I wonder what my parents. I don't think my parents did anything. I don't know how. You don't ask. Your mum might be like, oh, yeah, we used to like snort lines off of toilets. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know what your mum did. <laughs> no, My mum used to smoke a bunch of weed down the beach in her Sandman. I'm like, damn, mum, you was cool. Yeah. Where's the Sandman? <laughs> anyway, that's it. I just blurred a gush. I just fucking poltergeist all over your face with that one. That's fine. I'll get a towel. Um, I, again, I'm just going to briefly duck over 13 Ghosts. Again, I like the original 1960s, 1950s film. Um, but of course we got to talk a very hard about the 2000 one, which has Matthew Lillard, um, the guy from Monk. Um, <laughs> you mean Monk? Monk. <laughs> um, so it's basically about this, um, this family once again. So the, the wife has passed away and... The they get notification. They're basically they're almost close they get to being a notification on their Facebook. Your wife has passed away. Pretty much. Uh, they're about <laughs> Facebook close knows to being... your wife has passed away. <laughs> like yeah, care. Um, they get notified that an uncle has died and they've inherited his house. So of course they go out there to take a look at it. And of course there is uh, Matthew Lillard's there character. There are thirteen ghosts. There are thirteen <laughs> ghosts housed within this insane house that just has many moving parts. And they go in, they go downstairs, which is where they shouldn't be. We are introduced to all the ghosts. Which I feel you can be wherever you want in your house that you've bought. Pretty much. <laughs> you should be able to. Should, well, they haven't quite signed the deal, so it's not technically theirs yet. Beetlejuice, where there's just the attic that's locked, and they just yeah. haven't gone into it. They've accepted that. Um, so simultaneously, each ghost is released from its uh, security it's ghost containment. Shackles. Yeah, and you know, so they've got to survive the night in trapped in this house with all these ghosts coming out. Thirteen. Thirteen of them. I really, really like this film, and what I love most about this film is the DVD that it was released because it had this full documentary um, about each ghost. So it gave you a so you didn't get the idea of the who they were, why they were there, but then this this special the feature had what this ghost was, why it was there, and it was just so good, and just the effects, everything about it was really good. A lot of so people they, say they should turn it into a TV series, and I'm on board with that. Thirteen episodes. 13, 14. Give it 14. Nah. We need to set up. No, no, because 13 ghosts. You need yeah. 13 episodes. But I need an episode where they're like destitute. Yeah, but they can still do more ghosts. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> so they, this like little like uh, uh, group of movies it panned out to be pretty good, eh? Yeah. What's the third one in? I forgot. Third one. Out of that 13 ghosts, House Haunted Hill. Didn't you say that was part of that? Oh, yeah. Uh, the third one was like uh, Ghost Ship. Ghost ship. Which had one of the best opening, opening sequences scenes in every film. No one ever film. remembers what happens after that. No. But yeah, it, it the, does the star. It does star a dreamy Carl Urban. Ooh. Oh, does it? Yes. Oh, my God. Dreamboat Urban. Yeah, Dreamboat Urban. And He's this such is a funny guy for a us couple, to A couple of years <laughs> after uh, we're attached to Matthew McConaughey. Come on. Yeah, I know. Uh, this is a couple of years after Truth About Demons as well. So he's oh, we- he's gotten a little bit buffer and he's a little bit dirty. So, you know, he's like. We should change the A rating to the Carl Urban. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Everyone should watch it. Yeah, all right. We could do that. Carl, uh, Carl Urban. Uh, no, will we call it the Urban? We could call it the Urban. But then... Uh, well, I'll think about it. We'll, we'll, we'll fix it. We'll change it. Dreamboat. Because he, he can do no wrong. He Have can't. Have you seen his, like, his, like, fucking his, his career of what he's done? Yeah, he's done a lot of shit. 
good and in the boys like, was like he was so good in the boys like yeah. so good in fucking Star Trek as Bad fucking dudes. as uh I think he played what's that you know like we what's the the guy's name the engineer we cannot do it captain I don't know I'm not a Trek person oh no he no he plays doc he plays Bones oh okay Bones the doctor sorry sure. yeah. anyhow yeah he's just he's just in everything like for an Australian yeah. Kiwi. Yeah, he Kiwi. He's Kiwi. A Kiwi, which yeah. we, we, you know, we claim them when, when... We've claimed them. When they're successful, we've claimed them. Lucy Lawless, we've claimed her. She's Australian. It's fine. Lawless. <laughs> Anyhow, um, moving on. Yeah. Was it my shot? 13 Ghosts. Great film. Oh, no, that was your that was your brief run over. What's your real one, though? Yeah, 13, you, 13 Oh, I Ghosts. thought you were just going to say you were going to lightly mention it, like I mentioned in The well, Sixth Sense. because I've still got, like, two on this list, and you've got one, so... That's fair enough. Yeah. Well, you should do another one, then. Okay. Uh, well, look, it's, it goes without saying that we have to mention Paranormal Activity, which I didn't particularly care for. I loved the premise. The premise was fantastic. I didn't like the hype. You know when they have so much hype and so much marketing oh, yeah. and you watch it and you're like, meh. That yeah, was kind of what it was. because they can't live up to the hype. No yeah. one can live up to the hype. Hype kills the fucking everything. Hype yeah. kills video games the worst. Man. Oh, it when does. When they overhype a game, you wait. What's that? Hi- Halo Infinite? Yeah. Infinite? Oh dear! Yeah, like that's been hyped for like way too like so much hype, and then the game comes out, and if it's just an average game, if it hadn't had the hype, people be like, "Oh, this is really cool." But look at Cyberpunk. Like, it's not that bad. Like, yeah, yeah, we can get into this. But if you hype a game and it's average, it's like it's we should be fucking tortured and do like, sacrifice to a lesser god and then raped in hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus. but yeah, no, I do understand that whole concept with the fucking video games. But yeah, anytime anything's overly hyped or you've You've got to see it. It's the best thing ever and scariest film of all time. I'm like, yeah, yeah you're that, lying. That happened to me with the latest Suicide Squad film. Everyone yeah. said it was the best fucking like superhero film. Oh, it's fucking good. And I, and I, I wouldn't and say love... it's the best. Yeah, but so many but... people did say that to me. Yeah. And so I went to watch it thinking, oh, right, this is going to be like if as good, if not better than Thor Ragnarok, which is, in, in my opinion, the best superhero film. That's fair. Um. In my opinion. It will never be... Just think, every film you see is never going to be Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. No. Yeah. Don't ever set the bar that high. That dude... What's his name? The, the director? Uh, Taika. Taika, yeah. Like, that dude, man. Like, yeah. He's funny. He's in the bloody Suicide Squad film. Yes. Like, weird cameo yeah. like, that doesn't have any sense. But, like, anything that dude directs is, like, golden. And he's definitely got a style, and I reckon it will wear off eventually. Like, yeah, of course. But uh, when he just threw that fucking him him into Thor Ragnarok as Krog, what is his name? Korg. Korg. Yeah. Yeah, like no one expected that. No. He wasn't in the trailer, wasn't anything. That bit where he like runs, he goes, piss off, ghost. Piss off, ghost. Piss yeah. off, ghost. And he's so late. Yeah. <laughs> Kicks the wall. But he knows comedy. He knows his, he knows his thing. Oh, the timing he's got is just fucking crazy, his t- comedy timing. I, I'm like, oh, oh what? Yeah. What? You said that? And it's not even swearing. It's not like shot comedy. No. It's just like full-fledged, rounded-out character comedy that I can never, like, I could never do. Like, No. Well, I mean, look at Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Like him playing Hitler. That was fantastic. And everyone's like, oh, it's not accurate or historically accurate. And he's like, I was an imaginary Hitler of a child. Yeah. I wasn't supposed to, I was supposed to be what a child thought Hitler was. Yeah. Like, that's why I was like I was. I'm like, oh, fuck off, you idiot. But also... Everyone needs to calm down. Calm down. So, yeah, I don't get on a... I'm not a fan of a hype train and paranormal activity. It should have been something, like, I'm not going to say it's a bad film. 
It is enjoyable. It is. It's got eerie. But I'm trying to remember the first one. Is it all from footage? No, it's not all found footage, is it? It's not yeah. all from security cameras. Yeah. The whole film, or is it just bits of the film? Pretty much, I think the. I'm going to say at least 95 because it's been a while since I've watched it. It's going to be at least 95 percent um, is found footage because I re- I re- it's it's the security cameras um, and the guy is literally filming everything and she's pissed off the whole time that he everything is being filmed. Yeah, I remember being massively disappointed in it when I went to go see the pictures just because I felt there were so many opportunities they had to do subtle horror in it, like little things that you, if you didn't see it, it doesn't matter to the story, but yeah. they were in there. Yeah. Like, you know, have a thing standing in the background, have a, you know you know what I mean? Like yeah. in the footage when you're watching and you're watching it, like, you know, with the people they fast for, you know, they go through the night footage. Yep. There could have been shit in those shots. Yeah. And it would have been so easy just to have someone put in there. Yeah. Like, and, it might, and it just would have made it so interesting if there was shit to look for the whole film. That's what I'll say about Candyman, the the new one. And they have do- they did it with It. Um, they've done it with a few other films. That I'm going to talk about. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that's the, that's the kind of shit that you look for. Like, you know, in Candyman, there's all these scenes where you're looking around and, like, if you look close enough in a mirror, you can see him. You know, you look... Uh, in it, if you you can catch oh, all really? these scenes where it's like, okay, there, there, fuck, there, there. Man, I saw Space Jam two the other day, and it uh, Pennywise is See, in that. There you go. Like Pennywise is everywhere. Um, but yeah, it's like that kind of thing for me works so well because I like to, you know, sometimes if I'm not engaged enough with what's happening, I will kind of look around at the scene. Yeah. And that kind of shit. If you catch that, you. You're starting to engage more with what's happening. You get a little bit deeper into the film. Yeah, and I, that's just what I was disappointed. I thought, man, they can do so much cool shit in a found footage horror where Blair Witch didn't really have that. Yeah. But it was the first, so yeah. it's always fucking hard to be the first. But also, they did, though. Yeah. They kind of had a little, like, uh, little... They tried. They tried. They and, tried. And uh, they didn't want to make it ham-fisted and they had no budget. So, yeah. <laughs> like... But, yeah. Paranormal Activity, good on you. Yeah. And there's like 20 million more of them and there's, I've only ever seen the first one. And they're doing another one. I've only ever seen the first one. So it's a franchise. It's like a, what's that one that's every, uh, every that comes out all the time? Uh, Saw. Mm-hmm. They used to do it every Halloween, didn't they try to? Yeah. Yeah, Saw. It's, it's a franchise now. Yeah. I'm sure the people sold it on and good on them. Yeah. But all anyhow, right. my next one. Yeah. So I last two are the fucking big hitters, eh? Yeah. So mine is... Is this? Uh, I, I I was debating whether this was a haunted house film. It might not be, but it all does involve like a haunting kind of thing. Yeah, look, I'm it's a going, ritual haunting. Yeah, I I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'll I, allow it. I put um, just because well, it's really fucking cool to talk about. Ah, uh, yeah, is hereditary. Yeah, hereditary. <laughs> hereditary. If you haven't seen it, um, what year is it from? Like uh, two years like, ago, three years ago, four. N- 2019? Yeah. Uh, this film is hard-hitting, fucking crazy, high-concept horror. Um, it's A24. It's Ari Aster. It has some of the most shocking scenes you'll ever see. As a person who doesn't like gore porn, yep. this film has scenes in it that I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I don't want to say the scenes in case you haven't seen it. You really should. But this film has exactly what Paranormal yep. Activity should have had in it. This film, within nearly every scene, there is something hidden in the background. Yeah. There is something in there. There is constant 
and you don't really notice it until about a quarter of the way in, and then you realize you can rewatch it, and there's shit from the start of this film in this fucking film. Oh, this, yeah. This film is like, oh, man, I can't even explain, like, this may be the one of the best horror films ever made, like... Yeah. Uh, and it, is, it does involve, like, a haunting of a, of a family... Yeah, so the the, the mother, the matriarch, the mother who, so the grandmother, um, she was a pretty shit mum, pretty abusive, so had a very horrible relationship with her daughter. She dies and they go to the funeral and they're like, why the fuck are all these people here? She hated everyone. And then it just becomes this whole like... Roller coaster of hauntings happening. Cult kind of weird fucking shit going on. But hauntings... There's haunting. But yeah. And, and like, there's so many house scenes where there is like, you know. And it starts wearing the sun down and wearing the family down and, um, in general. Yeah. And yeah, as I said, shocking scenes that happen that like, you're just like, they, they did, they, they went there. Oh, they, they did that. You can't do that. You can't do that in a film. They did do that. You can't do that. Uh, and then I thought that I, and I had an ending which was like, oh my God. Yeah. I was like never prepared for that ending. And it's not a twist. It's not a fucking shamalo. No. Um, it's like a... And then as soon as you see the ending, you realise that what you have watched is not what you have watched. Yep. You're like, oh, I'm going to go back and then see all the fucking... And then you realise that everything in the film is in there for a reason. Every conversation, every word, everything in it is like... Yeah. You and just... and you get all the added this little fucking bits that they put in there that like you can and there's stuff in there that's in there for like one second. I've I've talked about the before the yep. the house scene where like there I'm gonna say it again. There's a scene where like uh, there's a, a shot of the house. It's daytime and then it does that thing where it cuts instantly to nighttime in the wide shot to show you now it's nighttime. Yep. And you're like, cool. It's nighttime for like it shows that it like hits the nighttime. It's only for like one second. And you're like, cool. It's nighttime now. If you pause that frame. And go back. There is like thirty naked people all holding each other's hands uh, around the house, like yeah. circling the house. Yeah. And it's just like, <gasps> what the fuck? A yeah. Lot of naked no, people exactly. in this film. So many naked people in this film. Oh man. But also, I'm doing a good job of not giving away what it's, <laughs> what it's about as well. So you can fuck it. when you watch this, you can. I, like, I would love to do this as an episode, but I feel that rough. this would be very hard and rough to do this as an episode. We would need to do like. You know, we're trying it's to keep our episodes well. under an hour at the moment, but I feel that this would be like a, yeah, it might be a bit too hard. Also, it's a bit too new, maybe. I don't know. Is it, oh, no. But the the acting, like, Tony Collette was robbed of an Oscar. Tony, Tony Collette can do no wrong. No. She, anything she's in, she's like the best actress. But like, this, it's crazy how good an actor she is. Yeah. So her performance in this, as well as the boy. Lu, Lupita's uh, performance in Us, these are two... Very clear-cut examples of of films and actors who should be nominated for Oscars for awards because they're just like the fuck Oscars that. That snub, movie was too rough. They snub everything, so anything horror-related, they're yeah, kind of like. Well, you all know the Oscars. And oh, the it's Academy all a bunch awards. of bullshit. It's all just but... like poli- internal politics and oh bribes God, yeah. and who knows. But um, and then the son in it, the yeah. the Indian kid. Uh, I don't know his actor's name. I'd never seen him before this film, but oh my God. Yeah. You're acting. Acting. Oh, he's acting. He's like the well, acting he's... that they talk about in Team America, like the most powerful weapon in the entire world. Like... Yeah. Well, he's in um, uh, the movie version of My Friend Dharma. Is he? Yeah. 
He plays one of the school friends. He plays one based of the on friends. A, based on a graphic novel. Based on a graphic novel. Based on a true story. Yeah, based yeah. on. <laughs> based on. Um, and he's, Jeffrey Dahmer. He's, Is it Jeffrey? Yes. Yeah. Jeff? Uh, I never thought his name was. No, oh, I never mate, thought Jeff. about it that his name's Jeff. Fucking Jeff. Jeff. Jeff Dahmer. Um, and then he's also in Shyamalan's new film, Old. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen that. Based yep. on another graphic novel based called White another, Sands. Yep. Um, Not yeah, based but on that, him, I always like. I was like taken back with his acting, and then of course the, the young daughter, her acting, like, dang. Yeah. Dang. Oh yeah. She, like her in this film is just insane. She's just creepy. I mean, we, the whole way said, we can argue that it's not a haunted house movie, but there are a lot of the hauntings happen in their house. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't... I'd say like it's not a classic haunting, as in its uh, entities, I, but it is haunted by. But it is an entity. It it is, but it is haunted by something that is like a physical, like all of this. It's people that are there. It's all this shit that's it's there. It's everything. It's, it's not. It's, it's 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 all movies. It's not it's... spiritual. It is the manifestation of horror. Anyhow. Yeah. Worth checking out. 100%. How can we get better than that, Jen? Well, we can. We'll tell you. The Shining. Oh, fuck yeah. There what? is no haunted house uh, talk without The Shining. This is the last film on our list, so we'll end with a bang. Oh, man. Uh, How can you not talk about this film? Just... And, and, and I mean, a lot of the same things from Hereditary in this film are like the best shots. I mean, you've oh, got, yes. um, uh, what's his name? So you've got Kubrick directing. Kubrick. And Why he's, couldn't I remember his name? No, no, no. I don't know. And you know, you know him. He's he's all about the art. He's all he's about the three hundred shot. shot man. Yeah. He 100%. goes like, we will shoot this shot of this of ours three hundred times to get the right shot. No more, no less. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you can imagine like fucking the shots in this film yeah. are chronic. You know, and the, the the small little attention to detail that this film has as well. Like, yeah, it might not have to the extent where there are things hiding in the shadows. Um, I feel that if it was remade today, they would probably well, they did. do that. Uh, um, what was that fucking what the one called? Uh, oh, my God, the, the sequel. Uh, oh, Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep. I fucking love that, that film. That was fantastic. Anyway, very long. Let's but, not go into that. So yeah, so basically, this family they go off to to stay at the Overlook Hotel for the winter period. No, no, it's not even a haunted house; it's a haunted it's, fucking hotel. That's right. We've escalated. Why didn't we mention Haunted Mansion? <laughs> the Eddie Murphy film. Because I've never seen it. Oh what? I never. No. So they go to stay at this Overlook Hotel. Um, the young boy Danny, he's got a gift, so he can see things and experience. He's got the, the shine. He's got the shh. The shinning. Do you want to get sued? Yeah. <laughs> the um uh and he he meets what's the guy's name that's got the shining as well? Scatman Crothers. Yeah. <laughs> and he's what's up, Doc? Yeah. What's up, Doc? Hang so on. they have this instant bond. He knows that he's got the shinning. He knows that he's got the shinning. And it's like if you ever have any troubles, just use that shin of uh, yours. I always always amazed how much the shining is irrelevant in this film. Like the power. Yeah. Pretty much. Like it has nothing to do with it. Like, so much was cut out of this film. So you think? Stephen King hates this film. It oh. is not true to the book. There is it's so much of it is just... But is Dr. Sleep quite true to Dr. Sleep? I haven't read that book. But I reckon it would be because it is heavily about The Shining. Yes. Yeah. Um, but then, so they, they also made a TV miniseries of The Shining in the 90s, um, which is closer to the book. Then it has more about the power. It has more about. I mean, the power. the power is so Stephen King. Hey, yeah. like so it's got it, more about the power. It's got more about the hotel. It's got just a lot more 
Kubrick in it. probably just went, you know what? Let's separate this shit from Stephen King. It doesn't need, you know, what Stephen King plotlines, bloodlines, like generational bloodlines. Generational power bloodlines. <laughs> bloodlines that give you a power. Bloodlines. <laughs> That's all King writes about yeah. is bloodlines. Of, That's pretty much. Know, ancient, ancient powers that have come up through fucking, you know, this and that. Yeah. Kubrick, however, was just like, I see what you've done there, but I'm going to do this. Yeah. So he did Have it his own way. Have you heard of Jack Nicholson? <laughs> <laughs> he did it his way and it works. If you're not heavily into the book, you know, I... It's one of those, like, uh, the book is way better than the movie. Shut up. Yeah, well, it's just different. This movie is different. It is its own right. It's such a good film. It is, you know, you've got that tension there. Jack Nicholson plays it so well. Shelley Duvall, she pretty much lost her career over this film. Um, she went down a horrible path. It's she looks exactly like my mum used to look when she was younger. My mum too. Oh, yeah. really? Yep. Yeah, weird. Yeah, that very 70s look. And her, her face yeah. like, actually looks like my mum. Yeah, my mum. I've got photos of my mum. I'm like, oh, damn. We shall compare mum photos. That won't be we weird. We have a mum off. We can have a mum off. Um, yeah, so it goes on this whole, as the winter gets thicker, as the, the possibility of leaving becomes slimmer, you know, all this stuff starts escalating. The, the whatever is in the hotel, again, it's affecting the dad, very much like Amityville, um, and he's starting to lose the plot. The insanity is sinking in. They're, the family are just trying to kind of live their life, but also... Jack just can't finish his book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In the Shining oh, Redux. I love that, yeah. Uh, check that out if you don't know what we're talking about. Right, Shining Redux trailer into Google. I mean, YouTube. YouTube, yeah. Anyhow, uh, yeah, he's trying to finish his book, you know, and it's just the hotel gets to him. Yeah. It gets to him. He, uh, you know, he is emotionally drained from the, his book and shit and it allows, he allows it in. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. Where like Danny... The- He's got the shining, which kind of like I suppose deflects the evil. Well, he's aware of the evil, so I think he can see it. More so his parents than- can't see. It. It's kind of like when you've got cats or kids that stare at things in the corner, and you know that they can see something over there, but you can't see it because you don't have you shut off to that kind of yeah thing. But now it uh, and then comedy ensues. Yeah, it just escalates. It escalates. And then there's, you know, there's a there's a ghost barman. There is. I like the guy. I love that scene where he's just like not talking to anyone. Yeah. Um, there's. Oh, I mean, there's, there's, this film is like, you know, Danny going down his little tricycle down the halls, just the sounds and the follow shot. How many times do you reckon they did that? Oh, oh 300. Dear. dear. <laughs> 300 times. 300. No more, no this less. Is, this is Sparta of filming. <laughs> you know, the little girls, the fucking, the, the whole, uh, the elevator opens up to the blood, the fucking. The gross fucking lady yep. he gets with in the shower, in the bathroom. That oh man, the fucking the the teal the teal bathroom. Yeah, she's in oh. like that. That old, it's very seventies. Yeah, very seventies. There's oh. like carpet in the bathroom. That bathroom oh, carpet. Yuck. Carpet bathroom. Gross. You remember when kitchens had carpet? Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's showing. That's some a wrong right move, that motherfucker. A, yeah, terrible. You got to replace that every six weeks. Uh, yeah, Shining, great film. Uh, I mean, I don't think I know of anyone who likes horror and hasn't watched The Shining. Um, I mean, I didn't appreciate it when I first watched it around the track because my idea of a horror film, I only appreciate it as I got older. Same with if I ever watched Hereditary when I was younger, I wouldn't have liked it. Yeah. I need, I need, you know, as I'm younger, I needed quick, I needed the horror. That's why I liked, you know, why I watched all the Friday the 13th and I have a, a love for them. If people are going to watch them now, they'd be like, these are shit. They're not great. 
They're no not way. like we've been rewatching them. They, I think they just dumped them all on Stan recently. So we started just rewatching them all, having a bit of a marathon. And you know, Liz is sitting there and she's like, "These are just awful." Yeah, she still hates Manhattan because you know the punching scene. Well, no, because it's like ninety nine percent of the film is them going to Manhattan, and then the rest, of the one percent, is them on, on the, the docks. docks of Manhattan. It doesn't even make the city. No, <laughs> so she fucking hates it. Yeah, but and yeah. then that guy tries to box him, and he's got a hockey mask on. <laughs> But anyhow, um, yeah, yeah. So it is. I mean, I, everything is. Um, uh, what's that word? Uh, oh, fuck, I, I don't know. It. You know, when you know, each to their own kind of thing. Oh, very yeah. much so. In subjective. Horror, That's yes, the word I was looking very for. Very much so. Every, oh, horror movie is a very subjective, and that is another reason why we love horror movies. And we yeah. haven't gone over this in a while. The old vibe of why horror movies are good, like the idea that you personally can love a horror movie, not because of the film itself, but maybe the time that you watched it, the place that brings you back to and all stuff like that. And like, not a lot. I mean, other genres do do that, like mm. rom-coms, but, <laughs> but like horrors have, has its own little like uh, niche kind of thing that brings you back to those times. The, the, the fun of it, the times of being scared when you were younger, you're not scared anymore when you're watching it, but you remember those times and it makes you love the film. And it doesn't necessarily mean it's a good film. It yeah. just means that that was the right time for you to watch that film. And I love horror because of that reason. Yeah, exactly. Like everything's changed. And again, like you say, you know, you, you'd watch something when you were younger and, you know, you'd get into the horror genre and you'd be like, oh, yeah, fuck it, this isn't horror. And you'd, you'd start to be like, oh, no, you're that guy. But then as you get older, you appreciate the genre on a greater sort of plane. You, you can sort of learn to understand and, you know, oh, okay, well, I really like a slasher, but these ones, are they have their place for me. They've got their place in the genre. Um, just because you don't like it I, and I love it, that's completely fine. Like, and mm. that's that's why everyone comes together, and you can sort of like start swapping, trading stories about horror films. Yeah, which I, I love. It's, it's awesome, and you always can come back to the kills. Yeah. In the end, oh, it's, it's, always always, the kills. it's all about this right it's in the all eye. About kills. <laughs> yeah, and 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 yeah, and well, you know what? If you've got a horror, a haunted horror, a haunted house film that you like, tell us about in the comments. I don't hate saying shit like that, but I, I actually know. do want to know like yeah. more of the people. Because I know there's some other ones out there that we haven't mentioned. Um, well, a- with our vampire episode, we had so many people telling us all their vampire, and we missed so many films because there's just so many films to go through yeah, and talk about. We've only got an about. hour to talk about them as exactly. well. Exactly. Okay? So, well, usually- I mean, yes. we, we went over like, what is it, t- 12 films then? Yeah. Like, you- and they're all right. <laughs> is it? There, I guess they're okay, you know. So, yeah. Um, so that's that's where we'll leave it. Thanks, guys. Um, you've been listening to Terrorvision Horror Podcast with Dan and Jennifer. We are available on all major podcasting services and also on the YouTube. But man- no matter where you choose to consume us, please make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, leave a comment or review and share with all your friends. I just remembered I was supposed to do the outro. That's fine. You was you was doing your little hands. Keep going. It's fine. Uh, you can interact with us on both Facebook and Instagram at Television Pod. It'll keep you up to date with upcoming episodes, trivia, and of course memes that are definitely three years old by now. We also have an email, terrorvisionpod at gmail.com if you want to contact us that way for any particular reason. And signing off, see you around, dickheads. Oh.